The following is a hoop ball presentation. Hello and welcome to the Hoop Ball DFS Today podcast. I am your host, Mike Capatria, solo for this wonderful Sunday, December 10th card. Uh, it's going to be a nice little broken down one. We got a two-game turbo slate, uh, and then we have a nice little main six-game card uh, to jump into. Things are a little jumbled up, obviously, everything going on uh, in the NBA between you know COVID and injuries. Uh, things haven't been, you know, on the on the bright side. Uh, it, it's been rough, uh, you know. Nonetheless, we're not going to have a lot of lines. We're not going to have a lot of information. This is going to be one of those slates where, uh, if you're not going to be there around lock, if you can't fully monitor, be around to swap and take advantage of all that good stuff, go light. Uh, it's going to be a tough one. It, it's going to be a lot of news and everything, you know, moving parts between lineups and stuff like that. So keep your eye on that stuff. Before we jump into anything, though, quick shout out to mybookie.ag. Simply because ever since I started this podcast, people ask me, where do I get my betting tips and, you know, uh, and for betting tips in general. And I, you know, I always get asked, you want the Lakers, you want the Clippers, uh, Rogers, Mahomes on the MVP at the beginning of the year. And I'll tell you what I tell them, uh, where you place your bet is just as important as what you're betting on. And, uh, it's simply, I tell people to go down to my bookie cause my bookie's reputation is rock solid and they got the best odds and contest promotions in the business. So they're the only place I trust to handle my NBA related bets and the one sports book guaranteed to give me the best lines for the national championship college football game. And, Guess when that is, guys? We're right around the corner, Monday, January 11th. So uh, check it out. And you can also do it for the NFL playoff games as well. Uh, you know me, and I do not give my stamp of approval very easily. And you've got to earn it. And the best way to do so, and my bookie did a good job. So they've earned the stamp of approval, guys. Go check them out. And while you're there, use that promo code HOOPBALL, H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, when you sign up. And you get your deposit matched halfway up to 1000 bucks. And after you do that, I mean, if you're just on a savings spree and you just want to keep the savings train going, go ahead over to Manscaped. Check out Manscaped. They have a plethora of wonderful products, whether it's the Lawnmower 3.0, the Perfect Package Kit, the Ear uh, and Hair Nose Trimmer, uh, Ear Nose Hair Trimmer. Always say that in the reverse order. Uh, they have just fantastic products all over the place. Uh, they have the body wash, the conditioner, everything, you name it. Uh, the premium Manscaped Weed Whacker, that's the near ear and I'll get this, ear and nose hair trimmer. Uh, it's got a 9,000 RPM motor and it powered 360 degree rotary dual blade system. It's intelli intelligently contoured design, enhances the trimming experience, and it is also waterproof, which makes it easy operation and easy to clean. So guys, check it out. The battery lasts 90 minutes. All their products, the batteries are insane on them. Use the promo code HOOPBALL20. You get Free shipping plus 20% off your entire purchase. So you can stock up whether you want it to be for yourself or for a gift. But we're going to jump right into the thick of things. We have a two-game turbo slate. It starts at 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's the Utah Jazz going against the Detroit Pistons. Uh, this game right now is one of the few games that we do have a game total on. It's 220 and a half. And we have the Jazz favored by six and a half in this one. As far as injuries are concerned. Uh, right now, the Jazz only really one that we that we need to know, uh, or I'm sorry, um, the Pistons only really one that we need to be concerned with is Killian Hayes. Uh, he's obviously going to be out for quite some time. And then over on the Jazz, Derek Favors is probable. Joe Ingles questionable dealing with that Achilles soreness. Juwan Morgan out. 
And then uh, Jarrell Brantley has been ruled out as well. Uh, so, you know, two games slate. This one is probably going to be the lower of the total, but this is probably the one that we're going to be able to get a couple of our sneaky guys in there as well. So we'll start off with this Utah side of the ball. Uh, it's a good matchup for these guys. I mean, we know that Detroit's defense hasn't been anything special all season long. So I, I honestly think that just about every every one of these guys are in play. If I'm looking anywhere, though, it's probably going to be a little bit more priced up. The guys like Mitchell and Gobert. Uh, Mitchell at 882, finally starting to come up to where we're used to seeing him. So we're not necessarily getting a huge discount, but we're talking about, you know, a two-game slate. So, and the other priced up shooting guard option that I'm sure a lot of other people would look at is Zach Levine. He's a little bit more expensive. So, I don't mind looking at Donovan Mitchell here, especially if you're using that $600 savings to put it to good use. Uh, you know, while I look at, you know, good old uh, Rudy Gobert, who uh, outside of Mason Plumley, if you're just, you know, trying to save, he's going to be point for, a, you know, point per dollar, the best center on the slate, most likely in this two game slate. Uh, probably won't be playing too much Conley. Wouldn't knock if you wanted to. He's a very good option. Um, Royce O'Neal probably see a little bit of small bump if we see Joe Ingles out. Um, nonetheless, I think the only other guy I'd probably be looking at might be a little bit of Bogdanovich at 5200 That price tag has come down um, at the point where he's cheaper than O'Neal, uh, and he's barely more expensive than Ingles. So that's right in that sweet spot, and that's when I like to look at him. So those are the three guys I'd be looking at in Utah. And we'll slide it over to the Jazz, or I'm sorry, Detroit. Uh, for the other things, and you know, Jeremy Grant, he's just been absolutely amazing all season long. This dude's not slowing down anytime soon. Uh, and they have no problem playing him a boatload of minutes as well when they need to. Uh, we're looking at back to back to back 40 point games. Plus, uh, now he's worth that 7,700 price tag. So, you know, I'm not going to say don't play him. I, I think he's obviously the number one option that we need to look at. I uh, should continue to play small forward and, you know, get a little time at power forward too uh, when they decide to take Blake off the court. Sure. Uh, I don't mind him. He's not going to be probably one of my foundational pieces, but it's hard to ignore how good he's been. It's kind of like where I'm at with Julius Randle at this point, where I just want to think it's you know too good to be true. Uh, Derek Rose, 5,500. I'll probably pass on D. Rose. I don't mind Plumley. Like I said, if I'm not paying for Gobert, I'll probably be paying for Plumley. I'll leave Sadiq Bey. And then I don't mind looking at a little bit of Josh Jackson at 5K. Struggled in that first game back from injury, but he got, he got underneath his feet, so he should be a little bit... Uh, a little bit warm, a little bit more ready to go. And DeLon Wright played well in that last one. So, you know, might be a, might be a sign of things to come. He did shoot 63% in that one, which is a little out of the norm. Uh, but the peripheral stats, the five rebounds and the six assists, that's what we like to see. So for me, uh, don't mind a little Grant, but for mostly it's going to be a little bit of, a little bit of Plumley, a little bit of Jackson. I don't mind some Wright. Um, and then, you know, Griffin, 64. That's a fair price tag. It's not the 55 or uh, 59 that we're getting the other night, though. We'll keep going to the next game. Chicago Bulls traveling to L.A. to take on the Clippers. 224.5 game total. Clippers favored by nine points in this one. Uh, a little bit of a tougher one. Zach Levine coming in at 8,800. Uh, as I said before, I'll probably take a pass on Levine in this matchup. It's a really tough matchup. I like Mitchell at only $600 left in the, uh, less than that other matchup. Uh, same thing with Kobe White. Um, I probably prefer Levine over White, uh, even you know with the $1,500 or more you know, expensive price tag. Uh, but neither one of these guys are you know, premium targets of mine. If I'm looking anywhere, it's going to be some value. Um, Otto Porter, he's uh, being considered questionable in this one. Uh, he's dealing with a back issue, back spasms. He's more likely to be considered doubtful. Uh, keep your eye on the news, though. It's worth monitoring with Laurie Marketing out as well. We should see a decent amount of Thad Young and Pat Williams. Both them under 5K. Thad Young, 48. Pat Williams, 44. I like both these guys. You can play them both. They're both interchangeable. And they're probably the two primary plays I'm going to be looking at on this Bulls team. And that's probably about it for me. We'll keep it moving to the Clippers, though. A little bit more interesting. This shouldn't be a hard game for the Clippers. They should be able to manhandle them pretty, pretty easily. 
Uh, I don't mind looking at Kawhi Leonard or Paul George. They're both fantastic options. If I had to play one, it's probably going to be Leonard. Uh, push comes to shove, I, I generally play Leonard over George. And, you know, no fault to either one of them. It's, they're both fantastic players. George outscored Leonard in that last one. Uh, this one might be a little bit more suited for Leonard, though. I just think that he gets uh, easily see a double-digit di- uh, double rebound game here. Uh, but Toombs is playing well at 54. Sure, don't mind him. We talked about a few guys that fall in that mid, you know, four to five five range. I probably won't be playing too much of Lou Williams. And Marcus Morris is somebody worth keeping your eye on. He is back. He's playing off the bench. He's going to be struggling. He's playing at limited minutes, around an 18-, 20-minute roll. But at 4,100, a guy that might just fly under the radar and go kind of low-owned. I uh, don't mind taking uh, a stab at him either. That is it for the beginning two-game turbo slate. Uh, something, again, we're going to have to monitor. And now trying to dive into the next slate. Uh, it's a little bit of a jumbled up. Uh, it gets a little crazy. The only game that we really have a, uh, a spread for at the moment of the night before recording this is Denver versus the Knicks. So uh, we'll jump right into everything, though. So if that's why you don't hear any spreads, you don't hear any lines, there's a reason. OKC going against Brooklyn. But one thing that we are lucky to have, um, we have some sort of injury reports for some of these teams. They're a little bit uh, they're a little bit jumbled up, but we got some. So like I said, OKC going against Brooklyn on Brooklyn's injury report. Claxton, Spencer Dinwiddie, both ruled out. Kevin Durant is being considered probable. What Kyrie Irving's questionable. Tyler Johnson out for OKC. Ty Jerome, Trevor Ariza, both out. So uh, we'll start with OKC. Shai Gildas uh, Alexander has been playing uh, lights out over the past few games. Kind of that guy that we were expecting from the beginning of the year that we said he'd be in that eight-something range. He's climbing up there. Uh, he shot 64% in that last game, and it was a favorable matchup. Uh, this isn't going to be a bad matchup in any way, shape, or form. Uh, the Nets generally have some pretty high-scoring games, so I don't mind looking at Shea. But with six games, I don't know if he's going to be my top point guard option or if there's just uh, if he ends up even you know making the cut for me uh, when push comes to shove. Uh, Baisley's going to be in a tough matchup with Durant playing. I'll probably pass him in this one. I expect a lot on defense from him. Uh, the one guy that I, you know, I don't mind taking a look at might be a guy like George Hill. I don't love the price tag at 5K, um, but he's good for a nice little bounce back at, uh, game after that poor one against uh, the Knicks. Um, you know, when George Hill hits, you're looking at about 25 to 30 DK points. So that's just enough to get us there. So probably a safer cash gameplay than anything else. And I'm probably not playing Al Horford anytime soon. This guy just looks like he's a little rough. Uh, the ceiling's not there. The floor is even rockier. So I'll take a pass. And for the most part, I'm probably not playing much of uh, OKC at all. So then looking over on the Brooklyn side of things, obviously, if Kyrie Irving sits, that opens up a, a few minutes for a couple other people. But with Kevin Durant back, we got to know where the usage is going. Uh, it's against his former team at OKC. So at 9,200, I expect him to play a full complement of minutes, even though he hasn't played in a week. It's not a big deal. He didn't miss an entire month or anything. So he should be playing 30-plus minutes at 9,200. He's going to be a fantastic play on this slate. Uh, some people might be scared off because it's the first game back. Other people might be gravitated. So I don't know exactly where the ownership is going to fall on Kevin Durant, but nonetheless, he's a fantastic play. Uh, looking at Jared Allen, uh, 6,700, the other guy I probably have interest in. Price tag still not high enough. I don't mind looking at Jared Allen at 6,700. Eventually, this guy's got to get priced over, uh, you know, seven, seven, five. Um, there's no reason he should be down here. So I don't mind looking at Jared Allen. Uh, not the best match, but again, a little underpriced. Um, probably leave Karis LeVert there. I, I don't think I need any Karis LeVert with Durant back. Kyrie Irving possibly also playing as well. So a solid pass on Karis LeVert. And then leave those dumpster diving guys that we've been trying to get some value out of for the past week. Uh, leave them to somebody else. Uh, the usage is gone. 
Next game, Denver Nuggets going against the Knicks. The only other game we have a spread for, 218 total. Denver favored by five and a half points in this one. For a uh, injury report standpoint, Denver has not yet submitted theirs. For the Knicks, Alec Burks, Taj Gibson, Nidalee, Obi Toppin all rolled out. Kevin Knox is probable. We'll start with Denver. Jokic, 11K, can't ignore him. Uh, it's fantastic price tag um, for a guy that's just been a walking triple-double. I probably won't play him. I wouldn't knock you if you did. Uh, I, I, I'm kind of just feeling like I'm just not getting up there towards uh, that price tag or really anything over 10K too much on the, on a lot of my builds. But he's the highest guy you can – or the you know the highest price guy, the best price guy. Anybody over 10K, it's going to be for me. It's going to be Jokic, bottom line. Jamal Murray at 7,500. Uh, again, he's another guy cooking, but I think we have better point guard options. Uh, I don't love the empty stat lines for him. You really need to shot just to be on. When he's shooting over 50%, he's pretty much going to hit value. Um, but you struggle sometimes with those ones that, that, that you don't. So reserve him for tournaments, if anything. Probably not a good cash game guy. Uh, and then I don't mind looking at Will Barton. He's probably the more popular guy I could see myself having a couple of shares of. Uh, with Michael Porter Jr. just continuing to miss time uh, now that he broke protocol again. Uh, Barton should continue to just, you know, soak up some of those wing minutes. And when the game stays close and they need him, he should be playing plus 30 minutes. Uh, and he's got the upside. Uh, bottom line, he, you know, he can sink you. Believe me, I've been sunk by Will Barton plenty of times. But he has that 40 to 50 point upside baked in there. So I don't mind taking a couple stabs at him. And then Monte Morris at 46. No, thank you. Too high of a price tag for him. Michael Green, I can see as a splash, knowing that the Knicks do play fairly big, and he's been seeing uh, low minutes, uh, low twenties minutes, and pretty much averaging right about twenty DK points. So nice little guy. If you're looking over there in some uh, in some turbo slates, next side of the ball, slide over to the Knicks over here. Julius Randle, ninety five hundred. No, thank you. I get it. He's a beast. He'll keep proving me wrong, uh, and I'll take that off the chin. If you guys want to play Julius Randle, I don't mind it. I don't knock you. I just, again, I just can't do it. I'd rather play Durant at ninety two hundred. Um, and maybe that's my own mistake right there because like, <laughs> Randall's just been tearing it up. Uh, and R.J. Barrett at 6900 it just feels a little bit overpriced for me, uh, given some of the other options we're going to be talking about in some of these other games. Again, we're also going to talk about a ton of value, so maybe if you have it there and you want to spend it, if you have it, spend it, sure. Uh, otherwise, I'm not going to be going out of my way to necessarily force R.J. Barrett into a lineup. I don't mind some Albert Payton. If I had to pick one of those two guys, it would probably be Payton. And this is going to be a tough matchup for um, matchup for Mitchell Robinson, so I'll probably I'll probably take a pass on him. Next game, Miami Heat traveling to Boston. No spread, no total for this one quite yet. Uh, this is one that is going to be a little bit confusing for uh, for us and for I'm sure a little bit of everybody. Uh, so as far as uh, injuries are concerned, we have a lot of people questionable. We have a lot of people out, not necessarily injuries, most of it COVID. So Grant Williams, Robert Williams, and Tristan Thompson, and Romeo Lankford, excuse me, Jason Tatum, pretty much all ruled out due to health and safety protocols. Kemba Walker out with his knee injury still. Semi Ojale questionable with health and safety protocols, along with Jalen Brown and Javante Green. So this team is going to be hobbled, and for the Heat, they have yet to submit their injury report just yet. Uh, we'll get into Boston, but first, let's start off with this Miami team, and let's be real. If all these guys are out for Boston, this should just be an instant cakewalk. I do not want to overinvest too much in any of these Miami guys. I think they're all in fantastic spots. I like all of them. Uh, it's just how close does this game actually stay. So Jimmy Butler at 73, he's the guy I would prefer. Uh you know, he could pay that off in three quarters if he needs to. Wouldn't mind Hero at 64 in this matchup. 
Catalonic Linux should continue to start. He's a solid option at 54. A lot of that value is kind of taken out. And if you want to look at some guys that, you know, this game gets out of hand, uh, I don't mind looking at, uh, you know, Precious. Uh, he's just been absolutely rock solid. 3,200. He kind of reminds me of like a little bit of a Bam, like a Bam Light when your Bam was young and the first came into the league. He's just very athletic. He can rebound. He can block. So I don't mind taking a stab at him. If he ends up getting, you know, 22 to 24 minutes because this game gets out of hand, he's probably pretty close to a point-per-minute DK type guy. So, uh, you know, it's kind of a dart throw just banking on the absolute blowout, though. So you might want to proceed with caution on that one. Uh, but these guys are all fantastic options. Those are just the guys that I would be gravitating towards more often than not in this matchup. On the Boston side of things, this is where things get a little bit confusing because this team might only have, you know, seven or eight bodies right now. So all these guys should be looking at pretty pretty safe and hefty minutes. It's a tough matchup, but regardless, they need people to play. So Daniel Tice, 5,100, fantastic option just because who else do they have at center? He played well in that last one, just returned enough value for us to be happy for him. Um, I don't mind taking a stab at him. Now, Peyton Pritchard, another guy at 47. We expect pretty rock-solid minutes from him. Would it be shocked if he starts the two next to Marcus Smart or Mark, or he starts the one, Marcus Smart starts the two, vice versa? Uh, both these guys should be in the starting lineup along with these. It would be my anticipation with all these other injuries. All three of these guys, fair price. Same thing with Jeff Teague. We have to, that remains to be seen. I imagine that they, uh, they keep Teague maybe coming off the bench. That way they have a veteran. But something worth monitoring. Two of these guards will start. And, uh, you know, bottom line, if I had to pick one of those guys, it would be Pritchard over Teague. Again, if this game gets out of hand, I have more faith in Pritchard getting the minutes. And then the other guys would be, you know, your Carson Edwards, um, Traymond Waters, and Aaron Naismith. If I had to pick any of those guys, uh, it would probably be Naismith just because we know that between Edwards and Waters, they play, you know, that one and the two, and that's going to already be splitting up between Teague, Pritchard, um, and Marcus Smart. So Naismith should see a fair amount of time on the wing. They don't have a lot of other options. So And he is a lights-out shooter coming out of college. So I expect big things from him once he actually gets a normal, solid uh, you know, rotation role. So I'm looking at those guys. That's probably it. And I say that's probably it. But everybody's going to be looking for this game for value. If you want to play smart at 72, I wouldn't mind it. But I probably... You know, I want to say I avoid it, but he's, he's Marcus Smart might have like a usage rate of like 28. Uh, and that's something that we're not used to seeing. So... We're halfway there. L.A. Lakers going against the Houston Rockets. No total, no spread. Surprised, are you? Uh, Houston Rockets, Chris Clemens, Daniel House Jr. out along with Broderick Thomas. And then we have Ben McLemore considered questionable. Catavis, Caldwell Pope, Davis, LeBron all being listed as questionable in this one. Start with the Lakers over here. LeBron James, Anthony Davis. These two guys don a questionable tag every single night. Davis missed that last game. Uh, it's worth monitoring if he ever to sit again. We saw Markeith Morris draw the start in his place. Uh, that's probably something that we would see again, you know, instead of Kuzma. Uh, Kuzma only played 16 minutes coming off the bench. So I don't mind looking at, you know, if, if David sits, if you wanted to play LeBron, I already kind of gave my piece on that. I think I still prefer Jokic, and that's probably where I'm going to go. Uh, but I get it. I don't I don't mind that play right there. Um, if you keep Markeith Morris is a solid value play that we could look at at 3,700. He played 29 minutes in that last one. So if we know that he's drawing that start again and playing 29 minutes in this Houston matchup, I have no issues looking at Markeith Morris. He's actually somebody that would probably be a pretty prominent value play. I could see him being pretty chalky as well. Uh, and then obviously play the, play the other one. Like I said, Montrez Harrell, 6,400, the price tag starting to climb after that one big game we got out of him. Uh, I was excited about it. We called it. It was a good match against Chicago. It paid off, but it's time to hop back off. Um, you know, 
against his old former team, but the, he doesn't hate this one as much as he hated the Clippers. So we'll we'll take the pass on that. And this is a solid matchup for Schroeder. So especially if one of those big guys between Davis or LeBron sit, Schroeder would get a little usage bump. But he's cooled off since the season started. I want his price tag a little bit more close there to 56 to 58 range before I really have a you know get fired up for him. On the Houston side of thing, James Harden, uh, 10-8. Uh, just hasn't really gotten to complete form for DFS that we need to. It's really struggling. To, I wouldn't say struggling to get into rhythm next to John Wall, but it's a different it's a different situation than he's used to. Uh, three straight games with right around 44 DK points. You're paying 10-8 for him. I prefer Jokic over him at this point. Um, it's tough, but you know I wouldn't be shocked. James Harden has that upside. He could really blow up any slate any given time. Wouldn't shock me one bit. I just feel much safer knowing for $200 more, just lock in Jokic. Uh, and just ride home, right off into the sunset. Feel good about yourself. 8,100, Christian Wood. Fair price tag. It, it's what he should pay, uh, but it's a tough match. If, if Davis sits, I don't mind looking at Christian Wood. If Davis plays, it becomes a little tougher. Uh, John Wall at 76. I actually do like this matchup for John Wall. So I don't mind having a share or two. Um, I do like point guards going against the Lakers. I expect this to be a fun and uh, competitive matchup. So, John Wall, I expect to see a pretty good game from him in this one at 7,600. Point guards have just been able to take advantage of him. Uh, pass on Eric Gordon and DeMarcus Cousins unless we see that he's going to draw another start in absence of Christian Wood last minute or something. I'll probably take a pass on him. Just a limited role. Two games left. San Antonio Spurs travel to Minnesota to take on the Timberwolves. Uh, this is a rematch. These two teams are playing tonight. So game's not over yet. We'll have to see how this game kind of shakes out uh, before we can kind of, you know, give a complete analysis on it, I guess. But we'll do our best right here. And by we, I mean me. So no injury report right now for either team because the game is still going on. Uh, but the big news was that Carl Anthony Towns was back. He is back. He was inserted back into that starting lineup, uh, which is good news. Now, this is a back-to-back. Does he play the second half of a back-to-back? That's something we'll have to monitor. I would be surprised if he does. So uh, we'll get to the we'll get to the Timberwolves though before I just you know start gushing and getting all excited. We'll have to wait. This is a fantastic matchup um, for San Antonio, especially in a back-to-back. I don't mind looking at the Rose and I don't mind looking at Murray. I think both these guys at 77 and 6,800 are my you know, top options on this team. I think they're going to be two of the better options on the slate as well. Uh, Aldridge at 65 on the second half of the back-to-back. I'll probably pass on him. Kendall Johnson, 6,500 around that same price tag. It's a great matchup. Just don't think I'm going to be going there. Ever since Aldridge did, uh, has come back, uh, things have just kind of gotten a little bit slower for him. So I don't necessarily think I'm going to go to Kendall Johnson in this uh, in this game. It's a great matchup, but I'll, I'll take a pass. And then the only other guys I'd probably be considering would be some of these cheaper guys, whether you want to look at like a Lonnie Walker or Patty Mills. But I think uh, I think we'll have some better options. Patty Mills would be more of a GPP type guy. Minnesota, Carl Anthony Towns, 9,800. Um, I'll probably avoid him if he plays, and I'm not even expecting him really to play. D'Angelo Russell, 82, a little bit too priced up for me. If I'm looking anywhere... It's going to be uh, my boy Hernan Gomez. Watch Hernan Gomez, 4,800. Uh, had a heater two games ago. Everybody went right back to the well, and he didn't necessarily disappoint. He was uh, 4,400, gave us 22. So he didn't sink us. We were happy with that. We'll take it. Uh, and then I'm not looking at Vanderbilt. I mean, Vanderbilt's a guy that if we do see that Towns uh, does sit with the second half of back-to-back, he's been outplaying pretty much everybody, every other big on this team, between Nas Reed, Ed Davis, even Hernan Gomez. Vanderbilt's been the best one. He's a fantastic point-per-minute guy. A rebounding machine. 
So if we hear this guy starting or getting any sort of significant minutes, we have to have some interest in him at 4,100. So definitely willing to take a long look at him. And I'll pass on the Brubio, uh, Edwards, Beasley train over there. I don't think any of those guys, you know, they don't really tickle my fancy. Even when Rubio goes out there uh, and has a 10-assist game with five steals and five rebounds, we're still looking at 32 DK points at 5,200. That would be great if we knew that was happening, but a little bit out of the norm to get five steal, 10-assist game off the bench. So I'll, t- I'll take a pass. We have the final game of the night, the Toronto Raptors going against the Golden State Warriors. Before we jump into this, guys, pause, stop, do yourself a favor, go get the bruise letter. It is absolutely free. Free. F-R-E-E. It does not get any better than that. So everybody loves free stuff. But this is totally, it's got to be the best free thing you could get. Um, our founder, Aaron Bruski, is writing an email newsletter filled with the most intimate, fancy nuggets that you guys can think of. It's exclusive content you can't find anywhere else. And it's not on the website. It's not on any podcast, not on social media. It's only an email newsletter. And you can sign up and get it right now for free if you go to bit.ly slash bruiseletter. That's bit.ly slash bruiseletter2021. So B-R-E-W-S-L-E-T-T-E-R 2021 at bit.ly slash bruiseletter and sign up. It takes 10 seconds, guys, and you will enjoy it at bit.ly slash bruiseletter2021 and get Aaron Brewski straight into your inbox. And while you're there, guys, sign up for the Fancy Pass. It is well worth the price tag. If you guys haven't tried it you must uh you're doing yourself a disservice because if you listen to this podcast uh obviously we're doing something right at least sometimes where you can get that access anytime you want throughout the entire day you can get into our discord pick us pick our brains in dfs whether it's start sit lineup whatever it may be it's your season long stuff you can get right at our season long crew too uh we hop in there too as well so you can get every little access we have a wagering side of things where if you're just getting a little action on the game you have access to every single thing in the Discord, and that's not it. There's exclusive articles that you can only get if you are a Fantasy Pass subscriber, guys. So go over to Hoopball, check out the Fantasy Pass. And if you're not in the season long, it's not your thing, you can get the DFS Pass alone, on its own, on the side. Forget this, only $1.99. So find me something else. It's cheaper than a cup of coffee. $1.99 per month, and you get access to all the good stuff. So... Sixth and final game, guys. Toronto Raptors going against the Golden State Warriors. I like this game. This one's going to be an interesting one filled with some fantasy goodness. So we'll start off with this Raptors team. Fred Van Fleet has been nothing short of a baller. Uh, 8,500. Kyle Lowry out of that last game. He went 13-22, to put up 51 DK points. 8,500, a little bit of a price boost. Uh, $400 price boost. I'll probably leave it up there. I really don't mind it, though, at this price in this matchup. He could easily crush that. I, I have the confidence. Uh, but for some reason, I just think I'll end up uh, I'll end up in a few other spots. There's just a couple of guys that are a little bit cheaper in other spots. and uh, Or I go spend up somewhere else. Kyle Lowry is expected to uh, be back in this one. He's off of the injury report. So 8300 Still feels a little priced up for Kyle as well. Uh, if I had to pick one of those two guys, I will continue to play Van Vliet over both of them. And, you know, looking at Siakam, he's starting to get a groove, and they're looking at playing him at center. And that's the big thing I wanted to talk about, because if Siakam's playing at center, I do have interest in him. At 7,800, it's a totally different world. Uh, He'll be able to stretch out Wiseman a little bit. Wiseman's a great defender, but he's young. He's raw. He's going to make mistakes. Siakam has an opportunity in this matchup. 
again, if he is the starting center. Keep an eye on that because if Boucher starts at center, we're loading up on Boucher. Alex Lenning, Aaron Baines, they've both been pretty trash this season. Neither one of them has separated themselves to even be considered the backup center at this point. So between Siakam and Boucher, uh, whoever that starting center is, I have a ton of interest in. And then the only other guy I'd probably have any shares of would be a guy like OG at 5,700. This is going to be a little bit of an up-pace game for him. I do like this matchup. Uh, and he's, he's kind of like an up-and-down type guy. Uh, we got down last game. So if uh, correlation says anything, we should be expecting an up-type game from him. Sliding over to the Golden State side of the ball. Things are a little bit more interesting over here. Steph Curry, 10-1. Uh, never going to say no to Steph. He is having a fantastic season. Um, 38 points, 11 assists in that last game. 68 DK points. I get it. Um, I think if if anything, I might still just go up to Jokic uh, for 900 more. But I still think I prefer Steph over you know anybody in that uh, you know James Harden, anybody on the Lakers side of the ball. I prefer him over Towns. I prefer him over Randall, uh, Durant. That's where things get a little dicey. But he's up there for me. He's probably about my second or third high priced option on the slate. Kelly Oubre. This guy can ever start knocking down a couple three pointers. Uh, maybe he'd get more than 15 to 20 fantasy points. That'd be wonderful, wouldn't it? Tough matchup for him. Not expecting it. Not going to count on it. So I'm going to take a pass. I'm going to think that he is not knocking down any three-pointers. And Andrew Wiggins, somebody I have to keep an eye on. Uh, he is questionable in this game, dealing with a quad injury. A little bit of soreness. Uh, if he were to sit, we'd probably see a little bit more run for guys like Damian Lee and Kent Bazemore. Um yeah, I probably assume that Lee would draw the start, and if Lee draws the start at 3,500, I definitely have some interest. But both these guys are uh, very interesting. If we do see Wiggins sit and uh, Bazemore, he's always a GPP guy I love because he just could rack up steals very quickly for a guy that uh, doesn't do much else. Uh, Draymond Green, 4,900, very very usable matchup for Draymond. Uh, disappointing game over that last one. Uh, not you know not anything that we're necessarily surprised with as Draymond gets a little older. But he played back-to-back minutes, uh, back-to-back games with 31 minutes. So he's giving us a solid floor. Defensive stats, those are going to come. Uh, he hasn't had a block in three games. He'll get one. So I don't mind taking a look at Draymond. Not expecting him to light the world on fire either. But at 4,900, that is a rock-solid value. That is it. That is all I have for you guys. Those are all the players that the night before in a night of jumbled-up news, you'll notice I kind of flew through everything tonight. It's simply because um, spend less time listening to this podcast and more time just making sure you're updating on the news because there's so much changing. We do not know everything. This has been one of the roughest nights before out there with all this COVID information and health and safety protocol information that we're waiting on. So it's really tough to just kind of give you a a complete in-depth analysis on something that we just don't have the info on. Um, So monitor that. If you're in the Discord, we'll be posting it in there. You'll kind of uh, you'll see it. If not, follow me on Twitter. I'll be posting it up there as well at Micah Patria, M-I-K-E-A-P-O-T-R-I-A. And if you have a quick second, please, guys, we'd really appreciate it. It means a lot to us. Go give us a five-star review, thumbs up, subscribe, all the good stuff. Whether you listen at Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, YouTube, wherever you're listening, uh, it means the world to us, guys. It allows us to continue to keep this in front of the paywall, get this good information to you guys, and also fine-tune the product to make it just perfect for you. Um, well, as, as perfect as I could, it, it, it's never going to be perfect if I have anything to do with it, but that is all I have for you guys. Thank you so much for listening, uh, from everybody over here at Hoopball, from myself, Micah Patria, take care guys. Let's go crush some GPPs and we will be back tomorrow. And I'll be joined by my good buddy, Brent Eckersley. Love doing shows with Brent and really look forward to having him on. It's been a whole week since I got to talk to him. So we'll catch you guys later.
This has been a Hoop Ball presentation.